We fight everybody in this bitch breakfast. We won everything. Oh! Ain't a near motherfucker in Swagger to fuck with me. I know that for sure. Welcome to another edition of the Swagger Podcast. We had a bye week last week, but we're back. Uncle Nick. I missed you guys. I missed the hosts, especially. Um, could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. We're sorry we missed you last week. Courtney Ligistine, what you did last week instead of doing a podcast? I don't recall, honestly. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't remember what we did either last Friday. We, uh. What was oh, I last was at Friday? work. I was at work in Cameron. We went somewhere. I think I was the reason we didn't have a podcast. No, we, we cleaned. That's yeah. what it was. We cleaned up the shed to get ready for for tailgate. That's right. I tailgate. blocked that from my memory. We spent that. We spent that time doing that. Tisa, what you were doing? Uh, waiting on Thane to come in. You could have done the podcast. By waiting, yourself. waiting so that I can lock myself in my room for a little while away from the kids. And With he me, can, he can play. With the kids. With the kids. He can play. Why you didn't do the podcast while you were waiting? Could have been should've. an interesting podcast. We could have had no, one without just Thane. Just you. No. No. Should have been. I told you Y'all don't do want to hear me ramble for an hour. <laughs> we got a action-packed, full schedule of a podcast for you guys today. So I hope you're interested in sticking around and listening to this nonsense. And, and we're fresh off the heels of a New Orleans Saints Thursday night football game. So that should be interesting to talk about as well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's roll right into it. We got two special guests today. We're going to let y'all introduce some Thano. Special guest, we got our MVB. It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette Guest of the Week. Welcome to the show, our MVB, the beautiful Miss Claire Blank. What's up, guys? The baddest blank in town, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. First question for you, what is the blank in baddest blank in town? What does that stand for? My last name. <laughs> the baddest blank in town? So you saying that out of all the blanks in Thibodeau. The seven blanks in Thibodeau. You, I am the baddest. You are the one. baddest blank in Thibodeau. Absolutely, yes. Yes, indeed. She's putting all the blanks on record. That's uh, Aaron Blank. Yes. How's that related to you? Well, that's Brian's. She's first out of cousin. town, though. She's in New York. She is doing in New York. Like some, she's a fashion. Yeah. Yes. Oh, a fashionista. Mm-hmm. A fashionista. I doubt that she's tuning in to the podcast. So we're saying. <laughs> well, if you no, are, we don't think so. if you are, you are not the baddest blank in town. Hey. <laughs> I know you're out of town. I looked at the uh, the analytics. We had like six listens in Malaysia. We had two in Malta. I think one in uh, Canada last week as well. Shout out so, Vancouver. Yeah, that's accidental clicks. I think right well, there. It might be. I don't know. Maybe people are using VPNs. <laughs> we'll take them. We'll take them. Yeah, using VPNs. Jared using VPNs. Hundred percent. All right, let's talk about your team, your quarterback. In the week that you won MVP. This was the 
first thing that I noticed. She started none other than Geno Smith. Yes. Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Tyler Lockie, Tyreek Hill, Jacoby Myers, Myers, Michael Pittman Jr., Mark Andrews, Kylie Patterson. Riley. Uh, him too, but nobody Kylie. ever heard of him. <laughs> Kylie. And Rams defense. And... Had My, none other than MVP candidate Miles Sanders on the bench, too. Right, Nick? That's a good place for him, right? No, Miles I, Sanders is a dog. I just can't get the right week to start him. I just can't. I don't, I'm, look, there's been, a, have, there's been a discussion. Sorry, go ahead. T- oh, T- I just meant that means you have too many good people. I you do. can't even start Miles. Well, I Miles did. Sanders is not very good, but <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. So he sucked back for me story last year. For all the other listeners of the podcast, Nick and I have been in this somewhat of a, a dispute I would say, about, like sh- about the value of Miles Sanders. I value him pretty damn highly. And, and the argument was, it's funny because they're both in your team, is I feel like Miles Sanders has better upside than Christian McCaffrey. But that's, no. that's, but that's prior to Christian McCaffrey now getting dealt to the San Francisco 49ers, who's like the number one running team in the NFL. So I think, Nick, I'm probably going to have to concede this well, argument to you now. I don't want you to concede. But you could take... Christian McCaffrey and put him on the what's the worst Russian team the in Czech the NFL? Vacations. The Czech Vacations, <laughs> and he will still have more value than Miles Sanders. Yeah, Miles I, Sanders. First of all, he splits too much. Second of all, yes, he does look good sometimes, but overall, he's been a bust his entire career. I don't know if it's that he splits; it's that Hurst gets so many Russian touchdowns. That's yeah, the so problem. he does so, get the get the red zone touches. Yeah. You're right. And then your so boy. It just takes uh, away from it. That's why I got Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so enough about us and our little petty dispute. No, but we can go into questions. So my question is, how do you feel now that Christian McCaffrey has gotten off of that dog crap team he was on? Now he is on a Super Bowl contender, a yeah. team that loves to run the ball. Yeah, I really wanted him to go to the Rams, I will say that, because I think that he would have gotten okay. a ton of catches still. I think yeah. that he would have yeah. gotten a lot of dump offs from Stafford. But I'm excited. I think he's going to be a lot better. I think you're right. I, I mean, he was already right. doing all right, but yeah. I wish it would have happened on, like, Monday, though, because I'm a little <laughs> concerned about starting him this week. My question, you have Russell Wilson, and you have Geno Smith, and you have Tua. Yeah. So you, you've been in quarterback hell yes. for, like, Absolutely. the first six weeks of the year. Yeah. But looking at the rest of your team, look, you're loaded. Like, you got Amon Ra on, a, on a bench who's a top 15 receiver, yep. even though he's missed, like, two weeks and had a bye already. Yep. You got Lockett. You got Hill, which is number one or number two overall. The Lizard. And then you got the Lizard. And you got Pittman. Like, you got a yeah. – George Pickens, little sleeper pick. Listen, you are three and three. I know. But you have one of the best teams that I've seen. And I'm not just saying that because you're here. Baddest blank. Bad as blank in town, baby. Bad as blank. So my question is, everybody's healthy and everybody is active. Who, what three or four wide receivers are you going to start on a normal basis? See, that's my problem. I don't know. But I think Hill. You got to start Tyree. Hill and Pittman, I feel like, are locks. Yeah. There's one more lock in there. And then. You have to. Look. As much as I hate... Oh, Amon Ra. Amon Ra. Yes, that's you my three. You have to start oh, Amon yes. Ra. Ask so Stephen now I have Benor. one spot to try to fill with 
five players. Because you Lizard, put Sanders in there too. Sanders, you can throw. So this in is my game. argument against Amon Ra. <laughs> Is, is that when Jamison Williams gets fired up because he's about to be their rookie, is going to certainly influence and affect Amon Ross production. Because right. Jamison Williams is a straight dog. That's the uh, Alabama receiver? Alabama he hadn't receiver. Played okay. He's coming back ask, though, soon. Ask Stephen Menor about Amon Ross. Stephen Norris has a championship right now because of Amon Ra. Well, that Ra. was last year. But that's okay. That's old Amon Ra was a rookie last year. That's what? true. But Amon Ra was an undrafted nothing. He's basically Marcus Calloway. That's so, all right. Coach right? made a career being We're talking about first-round talent, and there's a difference there. All right. Well, I'm going to respectfully disagree, Thane, and I'm going to say you have to start a Monroe every week. We didn't even, did we even talk about that she's got Mark Andrews, like the only reliable tight end in the NFL, like just straight balling, too, on her team? Uh, look, I'm telling you, she has the team to beat. All she needs is a quarterback. So my next statement was going to be, one of these guys, find somebody that loves Miles Sanders as much as Thane DeLon loves Miles Sanders and move him for a quarterback. Yeah. Pair Miles Sanders and Tua or Russell Wilson or Geno together and find somebody that has two really good quarterbacks and get you a quarterback, and you won. You won the whole league. So I'm glad it didn't go through, but I did propose Stacy a trade like three weeks ago. Stacey Gia? Yes. I was trying to get Trevor Lawrence from her. Well, beautiful man. But that wouldn't have been – yeah. But he <laughs> Don't started, do that. He started off pretty hot. He and did. then he's just fallen off But you cliff. were fishing. That was a, that was a four-fetch fishing trip over there for, for Trevor. But there's like four good quarterbacks this year. Yeah. It's well, tough. Yeah. Maybe somebody it's has tough. two of them. Somebody has a quarterback that's better than Geno, Russell, or Tua. Now, Tua was balling before he got concussed. Yeah. So I probably kind of hold him in the back pocket and see what happens. So, I tell where you what, though, is all it, this solid advice for your wife? Like, you just gave her the, the secret sauce to win the whole league. Yeah, but you don't have anything to work with. I'm over here one in five. Hey, I, she got a lot of stuff to work with. You, you so kind of working with crumbs over here. Let's play devil's advocate. Let's keep Miles Sanders on your team. Let's get, let's, let's sell high on Christian McCaffrey and let's go get Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson for Christian McCaffrey right now. How about mm. that? You could also do something like that. Tisa, you got any questions? <laughs> Y'all answered all of them, but I mean, your bench is are my starters, so I don't really have. I mean, I'm starting the lizard. I'm starting Miles Sanders. Don't have much, but um, did you and Megan fight as sisters? Oh, absolutely. That's Megan yeah. was uh, terrible to me, and she'll uh, agree with that. Fist fights or just yes. verbal abuse? She was mean. Ooh. Mean. Well, right Megan, now I love she's you. Jamaican me horny. <laughs> So. <laughs> She's making somebody horny. I saw, I saw that pic earlier. I hope they have a good time. So Jamaica's jealous. Awesome. Claire, thank you for coming. Uh, I, I enjoy having you in the league. I, this is your second year. Yes. And thank you for being here. And enjoy the rest of the podcast. Feel free to chime in whenever you want. And uh, back to you, Thano, to introduce our next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the baddest blank in town. And now for our swagger MVP. It's time now for your swagger week MVP. All right, welcome to the main stage to our MVP, Mr. Roland Gobert. Or go home. I'm sorry, that's your wife's team name, isn't it? How y'all doing? He's also known as the 2012 Swagger Champion. 
Dude's got skins on the wall. Rolling go bear. He is one of the few in the crowned champions of the Swagger Hall. So congratulations. Did, didn't you say he was like the most inept person in Swagger? Or how, how'd they go a couple podcasts ago? It's not Swagger. It's just life. But <laughs> in Swagger, Ooh. in Swagger, he is, he owns not only the most points ever scored, but also the most points per average ever scored. So basically for... You people out there that don't know what that means. Me. He has scored more points per person per game than anybody in the history of Swagger, even when we switched to 40 man. But Roland's OG, though, right? I mean, he's been – how long has Roland been in the league? He has missed – he has made every year except for one? Yeah, I think uh, I wasn't part of the original. You pissed me off one year and I kicked you out, but besides that, I think you were there every year. Oh, I got kicked out. <laughs> No? Uh-uh. Oh, that was Chucky. The night of young. You and Chucky kind of, yeah, y'all similar. I started, yeah, it was a two quarterback league when I started. That was the first year. Yeah. So you missed a year somewhere along no, the way. No. Uh, because there's uh, only three legacy members. No, I'm Steven, trying to think JV of, uh, I know who won it the year, the, the year before me. I can't think of his name. He he, he got out the league like the year after he Jacob won Jacob Reshore. That's it. I so that was that the first year. year. I started the following okay, year. Okay, so you, you joined year two. So this is year three. 12 so you've been in it 11 years 11 years so you're you're damn near a legacy member but roland won it the second year 2012 2012. so the second year of swagger so put some uh put some respect on his name that's right so let's talk about let's talk about your team unlike claire you have a quarterback his name is josh allen he scored a lot of points you also have eno benjamin Kenneth Walker the third, Brian Robinson. God damn, you're a running back. So shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're on. I don't know. They're up and comers. Though, they right? are up and comers. Eno did well. Did you start Eno last night? Yes, I did. And he did That's awesome. A good move. You got Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, Ryan Suckup, and Los Angeles Rams defense on the bench. Just so everybody knows, you have Harris, Damian Harris, Michael Carter, Robert Woods. Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, Darnell Mooney, Mooney. and Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So, look, I'm not going to – I was going to say this, but I'm not. I was was on record saying that you are very lucky to be – at the time you were 4-1. and I was. I think I was like 30th in points at one point. You were 30th in points, yet he was 4-1. and Meanwhile, my wife was 7th in points and and 0-4, 0-5. I was 12th in points and was 2-3. and three. So I was very envious of you, Roland, for like the first time in my life. But I if was you very say, envious. I'm not going to – I was going to say this, but I'm not. But then you he really said it. say he it. He just said it. Yeah, he got confused. Not but to be mean. <laughs> for the record. With I'm, all due respect. <laughs> for the record, I'm inside the top 10 now in points. Ooh. I did see that. <laughs> you are. Put some respect on your name. Yeah, I'm right. After scoring 187 points, you skyrocketed. I think you're ninth or tenth. Nah, somewhere around there. So you you kind of where you need to be, but you are five and one. Who you play this week? Oh, uh, uh, Vance. Vance email. That's a win for you. So you'll you be six and, and one. So yeah, six and one. <laughs> we got to get Vance on here as one of our uh, host guests. Anyway, look, I you kind of putting together. You kind of you kind of doing what you have always done. You have a solid quarterback. You have a solid tight end, and you have one solid receiver. 
besides that, your guys are kind of up and comers. Kenneth Walker, will he be a top ten running back this year? He he probably can where's be. The, where's the ding? Somebody ding it. Yeah, he will. You think so? Oh, absolutely. He he probably can be. Ryan Robinson, probably not. Mm, no. Eno, sooner or later, Connor and uh, Edmonds. They still got Edmonds? No, Edmonds left. If he plays the Saints defense every week, he'll <laughs> yes. give him a ding. Give him a ding. <laughs> Connor and I think the third, third string is Ingram. He, he stole okay. the touchdown. That's yesterday. right. Yeah. He did steal a touchdown. So, listen, Locke has been solid. Jamar Chase has been solid. McLaurin is kind of hit or miss. So you got a, you got a solid team. I think you'll be in the playoffs just because your record's five and one. You got a great head start on that division, and uh, you kind of you kind of laying on Josh Allen. What's you shaking your head no? Well, I'm actually in the same division as uh, uh, Casey, so I'm not even I'm not oh, even first in my division. Right. That's okay. Yeah. You won't win that hundred and thirty dollars, <laughs> but you will get a wild card. I mean, five and one. You literally have to win three to four more games out of the next, what, six, seven? Seven more games in order to secure a spot. So you got to get three out of seven. So you got a quarterback as we – I think it might have been offline, but there's only three or four quarterbacks that are worth the shit in the NFL this year. And then in addition to that, I think a common theme between Claire and Roland is that they basically have the two tight ends that are – that do anything this year because they have everybody, the two tight ends. That's yeah, it. everybody else. I mean, you just grasping at straws at tight end. If you don't have Kelsey or the Baltimore Andrews. tight end Andrews, like you basically got nothing. You can't rely on that position to be to have any type of consistency, right? But you guys both have somebody that you know is going to get, I think, a floor of fifteen a week. Like you got twenty one out of Kelsey this last week. And he can go for forty at any given week, so that's a that's a nice thing to have. That's a huge. That's a if huge you don't have those advantage. two guys, you you basically don't know what you got. So, so you drafted. This, go ahead. So does this like bump up my point that I should take a tight end first round next? You draft? drafted Kelsey first round. Maybe four. No, I, I went Kelsey second round. Okay, Who second. was your first round pick? Uh, Chase, and then I took Kelsey in the second. round. Chase and Kelsey. Look, Kelsey and Andrews went first two rounds in every draft. Yeah, and there's a reason for it, right? I mean, look at look at your options. If you would have drafted somebody like Waller, Waller, I'm in coming the into this year six. though, you thought there was more. I, I think everybody thought there was more depth at tight end I mean, than, than this is actually there Kyle now. Pitts, Pitts, Who's Kittle, in the Pitts? Hawkinson, Hawkinson. I mean, that's your tight ends. And that, Hawkinson had a splash game, but you know, other than that, he's, just, he's not reliable. He's been hurt, huh? Has he been hurt? Who's that? Hawkinson. He uh, might have missed some time. I don't own him. I don't, I don't follow him. I don't know. Close, he played. He was on by the week that okay, you played Trep and won last week. But my point was, say you'd have drafted somebody like T. Higgins in the second round, right before you could have drafted Kelsey or Andrews. I mean, that's a big difference. Yeah. Especially since Higgins has been hurt. But my my point is, hey, you could have got a tight end, one of the only two tight ends, instead of drafting a wide receiver. That guarantees you, like he said, a floor of 20, but a possibility of 40 every single week. Well, Roland said he took him in the second round. That's right. And it was was a wise decision. That's why he's sitting right here on the left of me. So, questions for Roland, Teresa. I see you played Trap, the Bosnian Caesars, and I just (laughs) wanted to know if you knew why he named his team that. I learned with Trump, you don't ask questions. 
Yes, I, you I don't, probably I don't, don't really want to know either. <laughs> do you know what the Bosnian seesaw is? No, I do not. When you get time. No, 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 no. Let's do it now. Bring up your phone. No. Go to Urban no. Dictionary. <laughs> let's let's Google Bosnian. We don't have to say what it is because this is a family show. All right. But let's just see your so reaction. Searching this on personal let's just phone. see your reaction. Look, while you're looking that up, tre- you played Trep at the right time because he had a lot of bye players. He had Amon Ra on bye. He had Devontae on bye. Trep is a top 10, he had, not top five scorer he in, is. in points. He I think is. he's right ahead of me in points. You yeah. played him at the right time because, look, D-Hot was not playing yet. He has Devontae. He has Amon Ra. He has TJ Hawkinson. All those guys who on bye are still suspended. All right, so Roland's Trep. Googling now. Trep's Ladies like a Courtney. They both have really high points, just really face. bad luck. That's right. Uh, okay. He's got it now. He knows what a Bosnian seesaw is now. No, don't tell us. I don't want to know. What do you think about Trep's team name now? You don't have to get descriptive. Just does it, does it make sense? Does it fit him? For those of you who can't see, <laughs> Roland is a very nice shade of uh, NSU Colonel Red. He has his red Phillips 66 on, and his face is equally as red right now. I should have ever brought it up. It's making, it's making a... I would have kind of thought that maybe the person behind him would have had a strap on, but... <laughs> All right. Oh. Whoa. But it makes sense. Cut family show for my description <laughs> ASAP. We got to mark the explicit uh, <laughs> option on this podcast. All right, Courtney, you got a question for Roland. I do. So when your wife was here, she was talking about, we got on the subject of y'all's um, swag lock team, and somebody asked her, like, who makes the decisions, like, who makes the final decision? She said that usually you'll let her make the final decision because that we kind of, like, just put it on her. Like, if she's wrong, then it's on her. In most, I guess in most cases with couples, the, the, the wife, the girl will go to the husband for advice. Do you go to Amy for advice? <laughs> She's calling you a bitch, Roland. <laughs> she said that, yes? No, she didn't say that you did. She just said well, in sh- Swaglock, she usually makes the final decision, and I forgot how she credited it. Well, if, she's, some, if like, she said that, I, I won't say, I won't deny it. Cause uh, You're such a good <laughs> husband. What a Dude, good you husband. need to. I, look, maybe you need to run for mayor at Thibodeau, bro. These candidates we got, I think you can beat them out. But uh, actual, primary. actual, uh, it's quite the opposite. I, I made the final decisions, and mm. and, and her Just shit on that. <laughs> oh, and, and her uh, Fight for the swaggers and swagger at. She will ask me questions, and I will tell her, look, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to be the reason why you screw up this week. You make the final decision. Very there, smart. But, Very smart. But in swag lock, I'll. I don't want to go against her, but normally I have the final say. So yeah, absolutely. No, I'm with you on that. I I get asked for some advice sometimes with Swaglock, and I'm mean, not a Swaglock. And Swaggerette, you know, for her team, and I don't want to give it, man, because then like you know asking. you're putting your name up Definitely. on that, and then if anything goes wrong, it's on you, right? So look, my wife, Courtney. Who's in uh, swinging range of me right now? <laughs> she'll ask me a question. No bullshit. She'll ask me a question. What should I do? And I'll give her an answer. And then she'll do the opposite. And then bitch at me because she did the opposite. And the original that I told her to do was the right answer. And she gets pissed at me. I'm like, I told you what to do. And you chose to do different. So I never ask. I just ask for your advice. It doesn't mean I have to take it. Just want to know <laughs> what you think about it. That's what I asked Thane. Like, well, what would you do? But I'm a, 
probably won't take it. It I depends on our... Exactly just like that. But, yeah. I said, hey, I'm going to ask you, like last week I asked about, I don't know, it's like the quarterback or whatever. Like, I'm going to ask you. I was like, but just know I'm likely, like it's already set and I'm likely not going to change it. I just want to hear what you have to say about it. You don't it. say that it's because like if you told me that beforehand, I would just say, well, there's no reason for me to answer the question. I got to know from Claire, though, because now you and B are in the league. Y'all are both in, in Swagger and Swagger A. Y'all are in Swag Lock. How does it work in your household? We con- well, like when we're drafting, if we can't decide on a player, we each take a like a, a turn. Like if we have, you know, dissension in the ranks, it's yeah. like, okay, it's your turn, and then the next one will be, okay, it's yours. So but we go like that. Do you ask him but for advice I, and swagger at, um, at all? Or? Yes, I do. Most of the times I don't take his advice. I kind of go with my gut. Opposite? But, <laughs> but not listen. necessarily opposite, just my gut. But I will say this past week I was mad about – like Tyreek Hill with whoever quarterback was supposed to be playing yeah, for who them. Knows? I, I still and I'm like, know. Brian, this dude might not have 90 yards passing. I'm not, I, I don't want to play Tyreek Hill. And he's like, you cannot take Tyreek Hill out B. of your lineup. That's good and advice, he had like B. 12 for 177. Yeah, so I thanked him. I did yeah. thank him. There you go. Listen, so. listen Claire's, not, Claire's not a middle of the mall fantasy player either. Claire's she, been, yeah, Claire was in a fantasy league with me and. It was Rusty's and it turned to Zush. But yeah. she's been playing fantasy football for as long as I've been playing fantasy football. Long time. So she's an OG. So she's not she's not uh she's asking for B more of the way I would come to you on a Sunday morning and say, Hey, I got these three players, pick one kind of deal. Yes. She's not she's not looking for him to win the game for her. She's just look, there's two guys that are even, which one are you feeling today? Right, exactly. Yep. So when we asked actually when we asked Claire to be a part of the league, like I'm shocked that this is the first time that she's sitting here on the podcast because I thought she'd come in and she'd kill us all. Like, I was, I was very yeah. intimidated. Last year you had a rough, rough year. And then rough. this year we'll, we'll see how it goes. Her sister stole all her magic powers like on a – I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> <laughs> so my question for Roland is, and I gave it to you before the podcast started, it says, when your wife was here, she said – she, JB sent in a question. She got very aggravated with the question. <laughs> and she said, that's why you shave all your body, JB. And J, what I want to know is, how does she know that JB shaves all his body? To be fair now, or to be transparent with, with the listeners, when we were offline, she did say, because we asked her that, you know, and we were like, how, how do you know that? And she was like, well, we take a lot of vacations together, and I was like, whoa, okay, all right, well. Y'all going to the Pineapple Espresso. What's no, going on here, Rose? Y'all are in Jamaica. I don't know, is that where uh, Uncle Lucas is going right now? I don't know. You know, I don't mean. I think that's how we're getting all those outside <laughs> listeners. Maybe so. I would Maybe assume so. it's because JB is very metrosexual. <laughs> He's the type that goes lay in his backyard and tan for whatever reason, because, I mean, he is. Dark-skinned Mexican, you know, that looks like he's been working on roost for the last two Wait, weeks. Mexican's tan? <laughs> uh, he They're does. already tan. Well, you know, when I asked him why he was tan, and he kind of rolled up his shorts a little bit and said he had one l- white spot on his, uh, oh. you know, inner Maybe leg. Maybe that's where so. Amy saw that he had no hair when he hiked up his shorts a bit, right? Ah, uh, yeah, well. Well, I get to go to uh, Mandeville this weekend with JB, and I will definitely be looking at his legs and I'm asking him. I guarantee he spot. will have a razor with him. <laughs> JB, show me your white spot on Saturday when we had the soccer He's field. Have a razor and a fingernail file. Bet. Thanos. 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 Let me get my shit together. Thanos. Do you have a question for Roland? 
not acid. We're, that was earlier. <laughs> All right, well, I lost track of people. Yeah, I think the fingernail file threw us off. <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Feel free to um, come in and say anything you want on the rest of the podcast. I will point out, look, you've scored a lot of points over the years. Since we've been doing podcasts, you have won MVP one other time. You couldn't make it. I believe so. Um, but it's weird that you haven't been here more. So I'm sure we'll see you again maybe in so the future. Sure. So next segment, Thano. Swagger News. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names. Latitz. It's Lititz. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick, disc issue rather in his lower back. It's now time for the Swagger News Update. Brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein. Welcome to week five and week six of your Swagger News. We're going to start off with the Swagger League. Your week five MVP was... Douglas Fontaine, Mr. Jared Lasser with 277.65 points. Your LVP, not a not a uh, uncommon theme going on here, was Cannon Red Bull, Chris Uze with 92.7 points. Let's move on to week six. This past week, our MVP was Making Fantasy Great Again. You just heard from Roland Gobert with 187.35 points. Our LVP, The Mac Daddy, Brandon Vice with 101.4 points. Excuse me. Let's talk about power rankings. Power rankings. Black Conference was Kareem Pies, Mr. Nate Nakan. Gold Conference, Mayfield of Dreams, Casey Jaro. White Conference, Douglas Fontaine, Jared Lasser. And Platinum Conference, Peanut Gallery, Colt Stevens. Last place race right now is Too Much Sauce, Chuck Lichtenstein with the 0-6 record. Short Bus Varsity, excuse me, Sean Saba with an 0-5-1 record. And Cannon Red Bull, Chris with a 1-5 record. Mayfield of Dreams, Casey Jaro still holds on to our points lead after having those two big first weeks. On to Swaggerette. All right, in week five, we saw MVP, fourth and drunk, Dawn Arsenault with 250.35 points. Our LVP, Swag Attack, Renita Dupree with 74.25 points. On to week six, you just heard from our MVB, Bad is Blank in Town, Claire Blank with 186.45 points. Our LVP this last week was Beg, Burrow, and Steel, Rebecca Adams with 86.5 points. Our power rankings are as followed. Black Conference, Glitz and Blitz, Shay Nakan. Gold Conference, Back That Pass Up, Kaylee Duplantis. White Conference, Be My Bitch, Caroline Bima. And the Platinum Conference, All Eyes on Me, Jen Savoy. Leader of the last place race is the Guillot, Stacy, with an 0-6 record. Next up, Rebecca, Beg, Burrow, and Steel with a 1-5 record. And then Toe Drag Swag with a 1-5 record. Back that pass up is the current points leader after Thursday Night Football. And we are left with only one undefeated team, uh, the wife of our MVP podcast, podcast guest, Amy Gobert, with 6-0. So no such thing as the podcast curse anymore, guys. For Swaglock, week five, the MVP is the Go Bears, Roland and Amy with 394 points. I mean, you were sweeping that week. 
The LVP is the Tabers, Lucas and Megan, with 251 points. For week six, the MVP of that week were the Tabers, Lucas and Megan, 353 points. They were also LVP in week five, which now they moved up. The LVP is the Henningers, Chip and Christy with 230 points. You the can't say Christy? I was trying. <laughs> I mean, I understand the leshes, leshes, leshes. I was leshes, already messing up. It's just Christy. I know it's Christy. <laughs> Good Lord. Isn't that one of your best friend's names? <laughs> no, it's Christy. Christy. I think that's what tripped her <laughs> yes, up. It is, it is. I was already on a downward spiral. Okay, the standings. The Lichtensteins are number one. The Prosperies number two. The Savoies are in number three. Last place is the Bernards. Stephen Lacey. They are the last place in points, and they need to pick it up. All right. Up next, your Swagger Juniors. Week 5, MVP, none other than the Panda Corn, Sadie DeLon, with Yay. a whopping, hey, 295.5. Almost busted 300. That is a regular season record for points. That is amazing. Week six MVP, the Beast Mode Boys, my dog, Brady Tabor, with 250.35 points. In the standings, wreak havoc. JB is number one. JB Lesh. Number two, the Pandacorns. Sadie, number two. I said that already. Chopper Style, Pax Legacy, oh, number three. Huh. The power rankings in the Black Conference, Chopper mm-hmm. Style, Pax and Lichtenstein. In the Gold Conference, Unicorn Blitz, Tatum Bernard. In the White Conference, Mountain Drew, Evan Posh. In the Platinum, the Pandacorns, Sadie DeLon. Love it. Notes. Current overall points leader is Mountain Drew with 1285. There's only one undefeated team, J.B. Lesh, 6-0. Why'd y'all give me Swagger Guillotine to do this week, Nick? You always got Swagger Guillotine, baby. Week five, who's out? Sean Savoy. Oh, sorry, Sean. His team got cut. He lost. He gone. Your MVP was none other than Chipper. Week six, your MVP was Mr. Roland Gobert. And who's out? That's me. Lost by a half a point. Was there a point correction? Uh, there was not a stat correction that influenced me in a positive way, no. The best part about all of it, look, we share a close enough relationship for me to hit you on this, right? Hit, wait, what? He wants to hit you. <laughs> Bosnian seesaw. You, no. you need my permission. Bosnian seesaw. He wants you. to hit it. I'll give you permission. No, my, my statement was going to be, we're close enough for me to hit you with this. You came in and talked shit early in the game. Oh, I did. I did. Troy had no business advancing. I had no business losing. I mean, that was ridiculous. I couldn't get 11 points from – But you uh, jinxed yourself. Yeah, I was going to say Jefferson, but it was the the, quarterback. So you said, there's no way I lose to Troy. And then you doubled down at halftime, even with a little bump message. Yeah. Just so so you can double down on your own message. Yeah. And it bit you in the ass. Hey, you got to go out swinging. It did. It did. I've never been one to hold my tongue, you know. No, that's that's why yeah. I love you. Yep. That's why I love yep. you, baby. Back to Teresa with Swagger Franchise. I don't know why y'all want me to do these. I do hate <laughs> Justin Herbert for now on and forever, though. Fuck that yeah, guy. Your son said he's a Hall of Famer. 
Not when he scores 11, you know, 10 points on Monday Night Football and he didn't score 11. Yeah. He made me lose, too. Uh, in Swagger this Franchise. It's not about you, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did lose because of him. Okay. Swagger Franchise. Week five, MVP, chop it like it's hot, Nick and Jay with 300.5 points. The LVP is the big timers, easy with 165 points. Week six, the MVP... Once again, ding, ding, chop it like it's hot. Nick and Jay, 265 points. And the LVP, once again, is the big timers. Easy with 175.5 points. Chop Come it on, like Ezell. Let's go, man. <laughs> chop it like it's hot is the current point leader by 252.3 points. While dead Briar Curse that ain't fair. is second to last in points. Now you know why I wanted to come back to franchise. That sucks. But no, but I, I mean, you I had a bad a week, Beth. What am I? Bad hey, week. Rowan had the best just, week of his life. Three, I'm like, I think I won Thane three of the worst week. You're a second. Look, um, if you look at the power rankings right now, even though we have a 300-point lead, we got the best record, they have King George Fence Money as the number one power ranking team right oh, now. If you look at it right now. He's a pushover so this year. I don't, year. I don't know like, how RT Sports is figuring that out, but you can look for it yourself. All right, on to Swagger versus Swaggerette. Week five, fourth and drunk. Well, you're supposed to say that. Go ahead. Okay, fourth and drunk, 250.35 points versus Douglas Fontaine with 277.65. That is a win for Swagger. Ding. Boom. No, give us a ding. No, the, the, the bell clearly says Swaggerette. That's bullshit. <laughs> Gift. She's Next. trying to fight me on it. You heard her voice go, the bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second matchup was Be My Bitch, 224.95 points versus The Mac Daddy, 216.15 points as a win for. Sorry. That was premature dinging. <laughs> premature dingalation. I'm used to that here. Oh. <laughs> you are so lying. My fat ass. I got the opposite of that. I need some of them. My, boot, my rooster oh. don't booster. <laughs> I need a rooster, a booster for my rooster. Anyway, third matchup. Back that pass up. Kaylee Sanders, 221.3 points versus. Easy like a Sunday morning with a sorry 209.4 points. That is a for the Swaggerettes. Y'all won two? We did two. What's so, the overall? So after week five, Swagger still leads eight to seven. Let's move on to week six. I don't want to. We could just go to no, the next. No, let's, let's go to week six. Oh, Look, I'm going to give right, you a little preview of week six. Dick dominated. Three nothing. I can read them to you, but I'm just going to let you all know ahead of time that Dick dominated. Just give us the totals. What's our stats going into week uh, the dudes seven? Baddest blank in town. Claire, sorry you lost the rolling right here across the table. <laughs> only by like much. a point. Yeah. It, was only, it was less than a point. Point nine points. But the rest of you guys, in it to win it, you lost by six points to Peanut Gallery. And looking for a tight end, 163, you lost to Jamaican Me Harney. Joe Buck yourself, Lucas Tava, 173 by 10 points. So Swagger Swept, it brings the total to? 11 to 7. Swagger's reclaiming the crown. Now reclaim the crown. <laughs> reclaiming the crown. It was yeah. a low score in the week last week. the crown. We the cream in the crop. <laughs> The we cream the is rising, top. baby. And next up, your Saints in 60. Hakeem drops the ball! Hakeem oh. drops the ball! Brian Mills might have fallen on it at the 10-yard line! Snap, placement, kicked by Hartley, and it is... It is good! It's 
And now, it's time for Saints in 60 Seconds. Your New Orleans Saints last week played against Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, the LSU North Cincinnati Bengals came down to the Superdome and beat the Saints 30-26 to in heartbreaking fashion. The Saints couldn't tackle. The defense looked atrocious. Andy Dalton looked okay. It was actually his first loss against the, his former team, the Bengals. This week, last night, the Saints played the Arizona Cardinals. Went to the desert. It looked bad. They looked dried up. Like Courtney Shrimp from last year. There was no oasis. It was just a mirage. So is the rest of the Saints season, if we think we have any hopes of some playoff chances. What was the what was the Cardinals record last year? Or excuse me, the last nine games at home? They had lost the last nine games at home. Until last night. Until last night when Triple B, Kyler Murray, uh, actually won a game at home. It still couldn't put up a decent amount of fantasy points, just for the record. How many yes? 21.5. That's enough. It's That's not enough. enough. It's not that enough. That was enough. That's because I'm playing you, Teresa. It's yes, not enough. That was way more than enough. <laughs> what was more hurtful, Nick? The Saints losing or the Saints not covering the two and a half point spread on the game? So, for me, it was the latter. <laughs> for entertainment purposes only, most of you know that the spread was two and a half, right? Well, the first half spread was minus one for Arizona. And if you happen to bet the Saints, not saying that I did, for entertainment purposes only, Saints plus one at halftime, everybody knows that Kyler Murray doesn't get good into the fourth quarter. Yep. So I figured, man, this would be a great idea to bet the Saints plus one going into halftime. Matter of fact, I'm going to put a significant amount of money on it because the Saints are going to cover this, no Life-changing doubt. Life-changing money. Life-changing. With, with three minutes left in the second half, the Saints are up two touchdowns. I'm like, man, this plus one is freaking money. Money, man. Money. And then the Saints receivers and Andy Dalton happen. And I lost. And now Courtney cannot eat out this weekend. <laughs> no song phenom for Courtney. None. But in other news, um, well, actually the same news, let me just say this about the Saints. I personally have dropped more than I should have in monetary units over the Saints in the past 20 years, I would say, probably my whole life, actually. But, um, And I would say my return on investment has been very good during the Drew Brees, Sean Payton era. I got my money's worth. At this point in time, as a season ticket holder, as you know, someone who financially supports this team, uh, I'm not getting my money's worth. And I don't know if this team could be the Jim Hazlitt coach team at this point. If we could go back in time and roll out the 1999 Saints against these Saints, I really don't know if these Saints would be better. And the difference is that at that time – I would just get happy if the Saints won, and I would it would be a blessing. And this team, I had a lot higher expectations, which is very disappointing. The Saints are a very bad football team right now. Bad football teams find a way to lose. The Saints have found different ways to lose. They surprise you every week. They like they lose in a different way. Like 
it could be the turnovers. It could be the special teams. It could be the defense. It could be the offense. It could be the offensive line. It could be the players missing. It could be a what multitude was it, of things. What was it this week? The receivers? Uh, I wouldn't – I mean, it was – you're not going to win games when you turn the ball over and the Saints just relentlessly turns the ball over. Against a team that's not very good. Not a good Arizona team. Arizona is not, not a good, good football team. Well. They're so, a bad football team as well. So tell me how does Andy Dalton put up 43 fantasy points? Well, because he threw a lot of touchdowns. And he threw – He probably had team, 200 garbage time yards. Yeah. Think about that. At the end of the game, he had uh, – Kamara finished with like 20 points or 17 points. And – more than half of that was garbage time. My, my question is this, is, first of all, you're right. Back in the day when we had Aaron Brooks or back in the day when we had Jim Hazlitt, Just we were excited. We, we were excited. Drew Brees kind of spoiled us. Sean Payton kind of spoiled us. And we're used to winning. So, therefore, when you lose, it doesn't feel good and we don't know how to accept it. We have a couple of listener questions that I think would be a fitting time to answer, ask them now because it's it. about the Saints. Uh, instead of waiting to the end. So, how do we fix it? First question was, do we fire Allen before the end of November? Do you think that Allen makes the end of November? Mm, yeah, Allen's going to make it. He'll make it through the year. I, you think that he'll keep him through the end of the year? Yeah, I do. I don't think he's the answer. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the coach the next ten years. But I don't think you can throw him to the curb yet. Like, Allen is not the one that's out there consistently missing tackles. Yeah, but you know He's, better than that. You know that it ain't the coach. Regardless of what happens on the field, it's the coach's the, fault. Yeah, the coach The coach takes the brunt of the blame normally. But to me, it's not a – maybe it is somewhat of a coaching. Maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. Like, I said this on a different podcast. Like, I don't feel like Allen is a leader of men. I don't feel like they're rallying around him. I don't think they're a disciplined team. They actually are kind of maybe a bad coach team because the telltale signs of a poorly coached team is they commit penalties. They make the errors that the Saints are making. So, you know, maybe. But I don't – look, Dennis Allen, I think, is 10-41 and 41 as a head coach. Yeah, there's he a reason he got fired. head coaching. Yeah. Uh, well, Claire, you were shaking your head. Maybe it's making – I don't think he's going to get fired mid-year. I don't. You no, think he makes a year? I do, yeah. I mean, but I think mu- he just needs to go back to being defensive coordinator because he's awesome at it. But look at our defense now. They're not good. Look at our defense. They're look at what good. they were with him and look, look at what Tyron they are Matthews, now. You, I he know all every, you guys love him, love him because he's an LSU fan. Mm-hmm. With me not being an LSU fan, Tyron Matthew is awful. He's terrible. He's yeah. freaking washed. Like yeah. He's the one that lost the game last week against the Bengals, 100%. He missed that tackle on Jamar Chase. That was all she wrote. Y'all might love Honey Badger, and look, that's all for you. I love Jameis. No, I don't. I really don't love Jameis. <laughs> Man. Jameis went to Florida State. I don't really love him. But I'm, I feel like I have to take up for him the same way that you guys may take up for Tyron Matthews. Tyron Matthews, shit. Up for Tyron he's Matthew. terrible. Like, he's washed. He's done. But how much of it can be contributed to injuries? Well, that was my next statement. Marshawn Lattimore not being there, especially on DeAndre Hopkins – Last night makes a big difference. And then Deion- Debo not playing, and then right. whatever his name is went out. Pete Werner Arizona. being your top defensive back is not a not a very good. Pete Werner is very Michael good. Thomas. I mean, Land Jarvis Landry. You missing? What well, Pete was out? Agree. I mean, so you think? You lost, so you think you it's your, your you top think it's injuries? Drafted. I mean, look at the last two years. So you think it's injuries? You don't think uh, it's Dennis Allen? You I think, think it's injuries? It, 
injuries. I'm not it willing, doesn't help. I'm not willing to say it's all injuries, but I definitely think when you're throwing together a practice squad receiver crew uh, core group, all the receivers are hurt. I, I mean, a lot of it was bad. What, what round did we draft Trecon Smith in? Wasn't it like a second? Probably seventh or something. Yeah, if no, that. I thought it was second. I thought it was early on. Anyway, I mean, was, you still got look. Three, you got a top, top maybe ten. Was. You got a top fifteen draft pick, Chris Olave. He's been playing his butt off. I give him credit. He's been playing well. You've got Traquan Smith. You got Marquez Callaway. Yeah, and that's basically it. I think. I think that goes back to this though. Which is was, more than what you've had the whole time Drew Brees so you was quarterback. Had, you don't have a you don't have a quarterback right now. You don't have a quarterback. That's the, in the problem. Building, that's, right? That was the point of what That's I the was problem. Gonna say. And so you like Alave. I like him too. Like he's flashy, he's good. But the problem right now to me is that you made a bad decision because you drafted Alave. And to me, receivers are a dime a dozen. You could have got a bunch of them this year. You could have got a bunch of them next year. You could have got a bunch of them last year. You landed on Alave, and what you did was you traded your first-round pick next year to get Alave, and that first-round pick is going to be potentially a top-three pick, the, so a top-five pick. I know like where you're it's going to happen, and, it, and, and it's that. not. It, and that is a, that is a terrible trade. Listen, it's not worth it. Listen, I'm I'm been known to say I agree with you, and I do agree with you, but. I, Looking on the the glass half full side, Chris Olave is a hit. You hit on Chris Olave. Agreed. He's a good just like Lattimore. Lattimore was a hit. I didn't agree with him trading up to get him, but he was he's he's a a bomb. Yeah. If he can get on the field, which he doesn't have a history of injuries, but he'll get back on the field eventually. You doesn't just because you draft a quarterback in the top fifteen or top ten picks doesn't mean he's going to hit. There have been a lot of quarterbacks that have missed in those top ten picks. Agreed. But there's also been quarterbacks drafted in the second round that have been good. There have been some in the past. Yeah, I'd rather take my top five. I'm, I'm take with a chance, you. Take a swing. Your at goat the was a seventh round pick. I mean, that's goat. one example of all that's, that's ever an outlier. But again, all right. Another question. It says, "Do we wash our hands of Mike Thomas right now?" If you can you get can't. a first and a third round pick, for nobody's going to give you that. His contract's too high. That's 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 that ship has sailed. You've get you've guaranteed him too much money. Nobody what I don't know what's his salary cap. His salary cap has almost twenty million a season right now. He's a hundred million man. Yeah. You're not gonna get anybody to do that. That's done. Like that ship sailed. And it sucks because yes, that's the right move. The right move right now is to unload Kamara and to unload Mike Thomas, just like you just saw the Panthers unload CMC. It's time to rebuild, it's time to ditch him, but the Saints, unfortunately, are in a worse position because they can't do it. Nobody's well, going to take that trade. You, if you've listened to me, I've bitched about them giving money to Mike Thomas. Agreed 100%. And Kamara. I didn't want to pay either one yeah. of them. What you value never pay does he bring to any team at this point, realistically? That's why what he value can't trade does him. Michael That's Thomas? Why nope, trade who, who wants that? You can't get on the field. If he's on the field and playing, he's a top five receiver in the NFL. But the problem is he doesn't get on the field and yeah, play. But if, he, if he rips his toe off I and just, he can't go, then there's no value. Meme. I saw a meme earlier. Brian, is Brian Johnson? the. Robinson. Robinson. He got shot yeah. four times, and he's yeah. missed, like, the same amount Courtney, of – I posted Courtney had the We got a toe. We got a toe. So he has an in, ingrown toenail, and he can't play for four games. Yeah. You know, I mean, all right. So sometimes yeast infections take a little longer to heal up than gunshot wounds, Courtney. How many games has Michael Thomas played since he got his contract? 
It's got to be less than five. Twelve. I yeah, I was gonna say maybe ten. I don't no, know. No, it's got to be less than five. He got paid in two thousand and twenty-one. No, twenty and twenty. It's he played sick. like one or two games that season. It's disgusting. He played no, man. no games in twenty-one, and then he's played two, three in this year. Three. So I, I agree with Roland one hundred percent. The injuries are disgusting and like a huge reason why the Saints aren't competitive right now. But all that aside, Arizona last night was down a center. They were down a guard. They were down like they, everybody has injuries. Like it happens. The Saints injuries are atrocious right now. I'll give it. I'll give that to you. Like it's really, really, really bad. And especially not having Lattimore out there. But man, like. The Cardinals scored 22 points in, in a minute three, and a half. In two minutes, like yeah, that. in a minute insane. and a half. Like, you cannot do that. You can't do that. You just can't do that. And, look, after the first pick six, I was sitting there watching the game with TJ, you know, after we got back from football practice and everything else. And it's like, okay, they threw the first pick six, and that was with, like, two minutes left to go. The Saints get the ball back, and me and TJ both look at each other, and it's like, why are they doing something right now? Like, you played a great first half. You were four, it was fourteen to six. Okay, they go down and score. It's tied. They get the two point or whatever. Then they Saints get the, plus one was covering at that point. It was great. Then they get the pick six. At that point, it's under two minutes. They're getting the ball on the other side of halftime. Why do you press right there? There's no reason to press. It's kneel it out, be done, take your lumps, and let's try to do something on the, on the second half. You know, but. I, man, then they went back and threw the shit again. And the first pick, though, or the pick that bounced off of Callaway's hands, that wasn't freaking Andy Dalton's fault. That was awful. That was atrocious. All right. Saints are two and five. And obviously, we don't have a prediction for this week because they've already played. So instead, we're going to go around the table and we're going to guess the Saints' final record 17 mm. game record. They're two and five right now. I'm going to start with Roland. Roland, what do the Saints finish at? Let's just say what they have left. They have the Raiders at home. They have the Ravens at home. They have the Steelers on the road. They have the Rams at home. They have the 49ers on the road. They have the Bucks on the road. They have the Falcons at home. Browns on the road. Eagles on the road. Panthers at home. Okay, so that being said, what's their final record? Say five and twelve. That was mm. what I was gonna say. I'll go six and eleven. We're entering like Dick Kateri story right now with with those kind of records. six and eleven or five and twelve doesn't get you the first overall pick though. No, but we already traded that, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, we already. But what I'm saying. But is, well, you're assuming that the Panthers probably are gonna yeah be finish worse than us. Yes, I am. You never know. We never know. Either the Panthers. No, I mean, Vegas know. is one. It's and hard four. after a Thursday. Did you know that? Game. That the Raiders are one and four right now. They are, but I mean, if you're gonna put a gun to my head and make me bet my life on who's gonna win the game against the Saints and the Raiders, I'm not taking the Saints. Detroit's the one Raiders and four. Raiders have freaking Devontae Adams. Like, are you kidding me? No. Detroit's I mean, one and four. Carolina's one and five. Um, Houston's one, three, and one. They might not get three wins total. Yeah. So, all right, so you said 5 and 12. You said 6 and 11. Courtney? I was on the 5 and 12 also. Claire? 7 10. Hey, Thane? 
The only teams I see the Saints beating the rest of the year is the Steelers on the road, which that may be, may be a push. Um, and I think we'll finish the year out maybe with a little pride and beat the Panthers at home. So I see them at, what, four wins. I mean, I, I don't see any path to the Saints beating any other teams on their schedule. What about the Falcons? They play the Falcons again. Why would they beat the Falcons? Because the Falcons are terrible also. I I feel like the Saints are worse. At Is that game at home or away? No, we beat them on the road, so now we got we they got to come to the dome. And they're going to whip the shit out of yeah, us. That's okay, well. People might we be getting healthy. People be might be coming back. I feel like All Michael right. Thomas is eventually going to come back. I'm going to say we surprise one of those games, and we win the ones that we should, and we're going to go 6-11. I agree with you, Teresa. So, we can still go 11-6, and six, guys. We can do that. It's, <laughs> is it? Anything's possible. James Winston, baby. <laughs> Season's not over yet. That's all I got. Very I don't depressing. Want to talk about the Saints. No more. Poor Saints. Go to the next save. Until next week. Cut this shit off. Yeah, now that everybody wants to hang themselves with wet toilet paper. <laughs> all right, next up, listen to questions. <laughs> You've got mail. Dude, this thing claims I have mail. It's amazing what we can do with computers these days. Dude, now I'm reading it. Listen, bro. I understand what you're saying. But I'm going to help them understand what you're saying. Basically, asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements, us who? Asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. All right, next up, we got our listener questions. We got a bunch of them today. I'm going to start off with one for Wheezy Baby, a.k.a. Claire, the baddest blank in town. It says, how does it feel? Being better at fantasy football than Brian. Two poor question. And how much do you enjoy letting him know about how good you really are at fantasy football? You know who sent that question? Can you guess? Was it Brian? It was not Brian. <laughs> I would guess it's probably your sister. <laughs> no. It was not her Megan sister. Megan wouldn't have asked that. Lucas? Close. It was not Lucas, so I'm not going to... If you don't know, then I'm All not right, going to okay. give it away. Let's go. There's somebody else that, uh, Anonymous listener. Yeah, apparently. So what was it? How? It says, how does it feel being better than fantasy football than Brian? That's the first part. Okay, I... It feels great. Oh, you're <laughs> relishing in it. Look at that smile. You're she here. has the biggest smile I've ever seen on Claire's face. And it says, how much do you enjoy letting Brian know about how good you are in your league? Oh, I don't. I don't really say a whole lot. Is Brian to be good? honest, Brian I thought he was all right. I thought he was like three and three, two. I think he's doing all right. Or something like I think he's three, three and three. Yeah, three and three. That? <laughs> that was Jack Bay, like a mug. Let's see. No, Brian he, he is. is. I wrote about him in my column this week, actually. In a Brian is three and three. <laughs> yeah. At the trade call. Three and three. <laughs> all right, Brian. Well, you were three and three, and I hope you get better. It's because I'm sick. <laughs> All right, it says, uh, question number four. <laughs> fuck the four. Eagles, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. It says, fuck the Eagles, question mark. No, the Eagles are going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, fuck them. All right. Um, now, I will preface these next questions for Roland. <laughs> that Amy Gro- got, uh, Gobert, sorry. Got her. Got her. 
Saint Germain. She's Saint Germain. No, she's a Ray. A Ray. Amy Ray Gobert. I did not ask any of these questions, so oh, don't get mad at me, Amy. I know how spicy you were whenever you were on a podcast. So here are some questions for Roland. It says Roland, what is your favorite Taylor Taylor Swift song? I have no idea. Good <laughs> question. You don't know Taylor Swift? If he admits no. it, then they Okay, second question. Do you like Taylor Swift? Define like. <laughs> Do you think Taylor Swift is a good artist? Trick questions. Roland, we're not, Amy, we're not, we're not judging you before you, you got a chance. Amy, to cover your ears. Hell no. Oh. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Roland, Roland, blink twice if you need help. If you need to sleep here for the night. All right, it says, I don't want to be a podcast bully, so I'm going to go easy. It said, what is your favorite hat and why? I got plenty of favorite hats because it covers my bald head. <laughs> I think so, really so today he has a Columbia branded hat. It's an American flag, and he's got looked like some uh, mahi mahi or maybe some tuna swimming left and right, making up the red stripes of the American flag. It's very descriptive. Yes, and very observant. Has good. a gray work for QVC. A, a gray tone on the background of it, and uh, it's it's really bursting and standing out right now. Thirty dollars out of Academy. Question number six. Says, what does it feel like to always be a bridesmaid and never the bride? Says, example, you almost won the Super Bowl the first year we had 20 people, and you were so close to it, but you had Chipper beat you by .65. Hashtag never forget. Can I curse? Or is this Absolutely. Like a, yeah. We lost okay. our, uh, our family title Fuck whenever you, you said Chipper, strap on. First off, because I know that question came from you. <laughs> Second off, I did win this league already, and you were .65 away from not winning it once. So Oof. you got pretty lucky if I had to guess because what's the chances Michael Crabtree doesn't get one catch in a game? So walk, walk us through, walk us through that, walk us through Do that you, because I remember are you that aware that? I was yeah I wasn't in the league that was the year before I joined but the point oh six five I saw the chipper shirt I mean he showed out dude like he, so I was I was losing by point six five going into the Sunday night game and then chipper was the done. last week of the year yeah right? it was the championship the game yeah yeah. I had one player left, Michael Crabtree, and he did not get a single catch the whole game. That is so upsetting. That's he yeah. did have That's two two targets. He dropped the touchdown. He dropped the touchdown. No. in his hands. Yes, that's gotta in his be. Hands. He did not. So look, that's one catch, a, he wins. Yes. Mm. One yeah. catch. Yes. So you just needed the point six five. So I was one catch away from Chipper not winning this league once. And, and Crabtree was averaging about 15 points a game that year. He was doing very – yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was a T. Corley rip his chain off year. So, at, Crabtree was relevant, right? Yeah. So, pretty That's big a heartbreaker, man. Yeah, should have wrote That's a letter a to Crabtree. But I, but I agree. I've had some pretty bad beats in this year, uh, league. I, I think I won most points, what, four or five times? You are the point king. Yeah, I will give you that. Once. It is incredible how many times you've won high points. And how you're always competitive in points. I well, will give you that. But you get money for that, right? So it's not a complete yeah, loss. Yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. You know, one year I think we played easy and what, Henry had a 60-point game or something I in the first round? Oh, yeah, we got yeah. shirts made, so you <laughs> definitely remember it. Derek Henry, too, and the dude kept so rumbling, had, rumbling, rumbling, yeah, rumbling. I've had some pretty bad playoff beats. So that you were the number league. one seed that year. Yes. And I said, whoever beats Roland, I will take you to lunch at the restaurant of your choice. 
Y'all went to Cristiano's. And we went to Cristiano's and we <laughs> ate the oysters. And we got some shirts made. And, Chris and then somebody photoshopped Roland's head Roland's on the oysters. On the oysters. <laughs> we put the Derrick Henry run to the Titanic song. It, it brought tears to my eyes. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. Amazing. Amazing. We got some talented people in I mean, Roland should get an award they, for sticking around yeah. through all of this. I, I mean, that's brutal. Henry and Cooper, just those two, They had over, he had over 100 points. Wow. Amari Cooper, they, yeah, I remember that. You've had some bad Wherever you are. After a song, and I'll, I'll post a video for yeah, you guys. it's probably going to happen. All right, next question. It says, ask him if he knows what androgenetic alopecia is. <laughs> no, but I'm assuming it's something for my, my hair. <laughs> <laughs> then explain so that it's the guess. male pattern baldness. Baldness. Uh, baldness. Baldness. Just go balls? with that. <laughs> question number seven. Do you know... If you queef, if you sit down too fast. They <laughs> <laughs> almost spit. spit everything. I almost spit all this pumpkin spice whiskey latte out, dude. I don't God. even know how to answer. <laughs> oh. Question number nine said, "How did you That's get a sound. wife?" <laughs> I think he's making up for it, right? How did you get a wife as hot as Amy? Oh, this, this is a good question. That's a good all right, one. So this is like. Kids not listening to this. <laughs> no. oh, oh, oh man! All right, so uh, you know I might have not blessed been blessed with hair, but I was blessed in that other area. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Dig him. Well, that'll lead me Dig to my next up. question. We got a question for Claire. The question is, "Good puss?" Question mark. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. We're getting out of hand here, folks, at the Swagger Podcast. Yeah. All right, that's all I got, Thano. <laughs> <laughs> we can put a bow on that one. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that was probably enough to incriminate uh, half of the guests and hosts here at the Swagger Podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but I bet you were glad you were here with us today. I had a great time. Thank you all for coming, Claire. Thank you for coming, Roland. Hosts, as usual, you all came with it, and I appreciate it. Absolutely. There's no turning back. It's all going to be on Spotify here shortly. Peace. Who that? Thank y'all. <laughs> Bye. Peace out. He said, let's get out of this town. Drive out of the city, away from the crowds. I thought heaven can't.
cheeks Say you'll see me again Even if it's just pretend